Hello and welcome to the NCC More Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we try to take this podcast and just add a little bit more value to the Sunday morning messages. And this past Sunday, we celebrated Easter. We celebrated the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it was an incredible day here at North Point Community Church. Uh, We had over 1,500 people in attendance. Um, Our best and biggest Sunday that we've ever had, uh, over 225 servant leaders serving in all different types of capacities. Uh, We had 300 kids and babies uh, just a, just an amazing, amazing day as we all came together to celebrate and to worship Jesus. It was a beautiful day. And uh, as we were talking on Sunday, we were, we were talking about uh, living the abundant life and, and one that Jesus came to give us eternal life. Jesus cre- came to create a pathway for us. Uh, Jesus came so that we could be connected with the Father. If you remember when Jesus went to the cross uh, and when he was there on the cross, he cried out, it is finished. And when he cried out, it is finished, what he was saying is, what I came to do is complete. I came to be the bridge. I came to make a way for people to get into relationship with the Father. And when he said it is finished, the Bible says that there was a veil in the temple. And that that veil in the temple was a curtain. And that curtain was hanging from the ceiling all the way to the floor. And it was separating uh, the, the, the Ark of the Covenant, where the, the presence of God dwelled on the earth, uh, away from, and it separated it from the people. And only once a year could the high priest go into the Holy of Holies um, and uh, make atonement for the sins. Uh, but other than that, nobody nobody was able to go in there. And when Jesus cried out, it is finished, what he did was he tore the veil in the temple. The veil in the temple was ripped. And so when Jesus cried out, it is finished, he was saying, my job here is complete. There is no longer a separation from people and the presence of God. There is no longer a separation from people getting into relationship with my Father. I came to be that bridge and, and and that bridge to eternity for us. That's what Jesus is. So Jesus is how we get into eternal life, but Jesus made it very clear. He didn't just come to give us eternal life in John 10, 10. He says, I came to give you abundant life. I came to give you life and give it to you in the full until it overflows. Jesus came so that we could live a life full of peace, of joy, of purpose, and of power. And so whenever we kind of broke this down on Sunday and we looked into the word, we, we see there's, there's really two things um, that, we, that we take away from the teaching of Jesus. And the first is that we have to believe. We have to believe. We have to believe that he is who he said he was. Uh, we, we looked at the story of Lazarus in John chapter 11 on Easter Sunday, and uh, Lazarus has died. Lazarus was a good friend of Jesus, and Jesus is coming to the hometown, his hometown, and uh, and Martha, Lazarus's sister, meets him there and says, Lord, if you would have just been here, my, 
brother would not have died. And Jesus goes in and begins to say, but I am the resurrection and the life. And Martha says, yeah, I know he'll be raised up on the last day when everybody is raised up. But that's not what Jesus was talking about. Jesus is saying, I am the resurrection and the life right now, right this moment. And then Jesus proposed this question. He says, do you believe this, Martha? Do you believe this, Martha? You see, belief is always personal. It's always personal. It's between you and God. Uh, Your spouse can't believe for you. Your kids can't believe for you. Your mom, your dad can't believe for you. No, it, it has to be you. And so, Uh, Today, Jesus asked us the same question. Do you believe this, Philip? Do you believe this? Is this what you believe? That's where everything starts. Everything begins with my belief. I have to believe that Jesus is who he said he was. I have to believe that Jesus can do what he says he can do. I have to believe that all things are possible for those who believe in him. I have to believe that he can change my life, change my family. I have to believe that he can change my future and my current circumstance. I have to believe that he can do those things. And that's where it all begins. It begins at belief. But for too many people, that's where we stop. Well, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe he was the sacrifice for my sins. I believe that he loves me. I believe that he can forgive my sin. I believe that he has a purpose for my life. I believe that all things are possible. I believe those things, but we stop at belief, and therefore we never move on into actually what will give us abundant life. You see, you believe your way into eternal life. That's what the scripture says. It says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you will be saved. You are saved by your belief. You can't work your way into heaven. You can't earn your way into heaven. You will never deserve heaven. You have to believe in the sacrifice of Jesus. You have to believe that he is the way, the truth, and the life. You have to believe that. That is what gives you eternal life through belief. But so many times, that's where where we stop. We we don't move into the next phase of, of living abundant life here on earth because that doesn't come just through believing. You don't get to just believe your way into abundant life. You don't believe in God and all of a sudden joy and peace and power just falls on your life out of heaven. No, no, no. If you want the abundant life, you have to build that life. So in Jesus, we see two things. We see Jesus preaching a message, a good news message, that we have to believe. When we believe that message, we gain eternal life. But when we begin to build on the message that he spoke, when we begin to take his words and we begin to work them into our lives, we begin to build the abundant life that he created us for here on the earth. I don't want you to stop at belief. I don't want you to just say, well, I believe in Jesus. I believe that I'm going to heaven. I don't want you to stop there. No, instead, I want you to move into phase two, if you would. I want, I want you to move into the building stage. And now this is the story that Jesus told. And Jesus says, um, uh, there, are, there are two people. There's the, the wise builder and the foolish builder. And the, the wise builder, he, he builds his house with, with a firm foundation. He builds that house on the rock. And whenever the storm comes, it's, it's, not, going to, it's not going to be moved because that, that house, that life, it was built to last. But then there's this foolish builder. This foolish builder skipped the foundation. 
didn't work the foundation stones in there. So when the storm comes, that house is going to be swept away. It's going to be completely destroyed. It's going to collapse because it wasn't built on the right foundation. And we know when Jesus is talking here that he's saying, hey, you have to build your life on my words. You have to build your life on my teaching. And if you will build your life on me, then whenever the challenges and the adversity of life comes your way, you will not be moved and you will not be shaken because you built your life on the right things. You see, and that's what we all want. We all want a life that is abundant. I've never met one person that says, no, I really don't want joy. I really don't want peace. I really don't want purpose. I don't really want meaning in my life. I, no, patience. No, I don't, I don't need any of that. No, everybody wants these things. How do we gain these things when we begin to build our life on his word? And when we begin to build, his, uh, build our lives on his word and on his teaching, we find that we are building the abundant life. That's what Jesus came for. Jesus came to make it possible. Jesus came to make it possible. Here, here's how you get to the Jesus factor. Because you, you could say, well, I mean, can, can I just go out and buy some self-help books? And can I just find some, some strategies? And, and, and I mean, there are books on peace uh, out there of people that don't even believe in God. And there are people that, that do podcasts and they talk about joy. And, and they, they, they don't even believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You see, there, there's an element of the supernatural that gets involved in this, and this is where the difference comes in. The difference comes in is because there is a, a natural level of peace. There is a natural level of joy. There is a natural level of happiness. There's a natural level of, of meaning and purpose. There, there's a natural level of these things, but Jesus didn't come so you could have a natural level. Jesus came so you could have a supernatural level because what Jesus told his followers is he said, it's my joy that I want to give you, not that the world can give. Jesus told him, I, I want to give you my peace. It is the gift that I want to leave behind. And the peace that I give is not the peace that the world can give. That's why the apostle Paul wrote and he said, this peace passes our ability to understand because it is not natural. It's not the peace that you can get from a self-help book. It's not the peace that you can get from advice from a, a self-help guru on a podcast. No, no, no. This peace and this joy, it is supernatural. It is when God brings his super into our natural that we experience the supernatural level of these things. And that is the abundant life. It is when God brings his supernatural peace, supernatural joy, supernatural power, supernatural purpose. It's when God brings what only he can bring into our lives that we get to experience this abundant life. So the world can't give you that. Your counselor can't give you that. A self-help book can't give you that. No, it has to come from the creator. And shouldn't, as God's creation, shouldn't we take our lead from the creator? Doesn't the creator know best what is best for his creation? And sometimes we can get so focused on what we think is right or what we think is best, but we really need to consult the creator. He is the one who, who formed us in our mother's wombs. We are, we are the, the, 
uh, we are the potter. We we are the the pottery. We we are the clay. He he is he is the one who is molding us and shaping us and making us. So shouldn't we consult? Shouldn't we consult the Creator and say how 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 should I build my life? How how should I build a life that is full of joy? How should I build a life that is able to withstand? the challenges, the trouble, and the trials that this life will bring. How should I, how should I build this foundation of my, of my beliefs, of my, of my mindset, of my behaviors? How should I build this life? You see, there is a, there is a blueprint for us to build. And when we build that life according to his words and his truth, we are building a life that is built to last. We are building a life that is built to last through whatever we might find. So I just want to encourage you today. Let's don't be people that just believe. Yeah, it starts with belief. We have to believe, but let's build. Let's believe for the eternal life. Let's build for the abundant life. And let's see God do something in us and through us this year like we have never seen before. Hey, I just want to say thank you once again. Thank you for uh, for being a part of our community. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for adding value to other people today because I know you're adding you're adding value through your encouragement. You're adding value through your wisdom, through your smile, through your kindness. I know you are adding value to people. Thank you for adding value. And I can't wait to see right back here for the NCC More podcast next week. God bless you.